Greetings, welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando, your host. Today's Bible study, we're starting with September 22nd, A Little Every Day by Kenneth Copeland. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's reading. We ask you to bless us, help us to know your Bible, your word, more every day. A little line here, a little precept there, a little understanding, Lord God, and let us accumulate our faith, Lord, that it be strengthened in your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to today's reading. I pray that you're in good spirits, that God is on, this, on our side. And if things are not going good, if things are not going right, let's just start clapping your hands, thanking God, and start saying, the supply for it is not here yet, Lord Jesus, but it will come if we should have it for it. It will surely come. Again, Say, huh, the supply for it is not here yet, but it will come. If we should have it, it will surely come. Now remember, the basis for that is, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Remember, this is a, the, the match to get you going to start quoting scriptures like, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. I will enter into his courts with praise. I will enter his courts with thanksgiving. For the Lord God is King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. I will praise the Lord God. I will expect my miracle. And this is how you build expectancy. Remember what I said? A little line, a little precept, a little prayer, a little bit of of words. This opens the realm to positively believing. Let's say it again. The supply for it is not here yet, but it will come if we should have it. It will surely come. Amen. Remember the we is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Word of God. All the angels, all the promises, all the compositions, it will surely come. Amen. All right. That's our little mini study for today's Bible study. The scripture, Kenneth Copeland is using today, is Luke 13, verse 18 and 19. Until what is the kingdom of God like, and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast it into his garden, and it grew, and it waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branch of it. Luke 13, 18 and 19. If you're going to grow in the kingdom of God, you're going to do it just like a seed that's been planted in the ground. How does the seed grow? All at once? No, it grows constantly. It grows gradually, 24 hours a day. A little at a time until it accomplishes what it was created to do. A little here, a little there. Most of us don't operate that way spiritually. We study and pray very hard for a few days and then quit. Then when some disaster comes, we make a mad attempt to pray and stand on the word. All the while realizing that for some reason we're just not as strong as we ought to be. There's no such thing as an overnight success in the kingdom of God. Real strength, real growth come as you consistently and constantly keep the word before your eyes, in your ears, and in the midst of your heart. 
Not just when you want to or when you feel like it, but constantly, like the seat, a little uh, all the time, a little here, a little there. A man came up to me once and said, Mr. Copeland, your ministry just took off overnight, didn't it? If it did, I answered, I was, it was certainly the longest night I ever spent in my life. From his perspective, my success did seem to spring up quickly. That's because he didn't see me during all those hours and weeks and months and years I spent in the Word of God. He didn't see the daily process that laid behind that success. He just saw the results. Make up your mind to begin daily the process of constant growth today. Determine to start putting the Word in your heart consistently every day. A line here, a line there. A tape here, a tape there, a CD, a listing, a podcast here, a podcast there, a prayer, a prayer here, a prayer there. Write this prayer all over this house, the one I just told you. Begin to act as though the word is true every hour of the day, regardless of what comes or how you feel. Keep adding to your faith, meditate on it, confess it seven days a week. Eventually, your fate will begin to get bigger than you ever dreamed it could be. Amen. Remember, begin to act as though the Word of God is true every day and every hour. Okay, remember, let's say, remember the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit inside our minds, our hearts, and our voices. He, they live inside of us. They said, when we became born again, the Trinity came to live inside of us. And they're the ones who are agreeing with us. They're saying, the supply for it is not here yet, but it will come if we should have it. It will surely come. Everybody's in agreement but me, but myself. So I need to get in agreement. And how do I get my stubborn, lazy, fleshly self in agreement? A little here, a little there. A little flashing of the eyes when I get in the car. A little... When I'm in the kitchen, when I'm in the bathroom, I have this prayer up. And just constantly working it, constantly working it. The supply for it is not here yet, but it will come. If we should have it, it will surely come. And folks, you're going to see a difference in your life start to happen. You're going to see more sermons about this scripture, about supply, you're going to run into more reasons and dreams that this this prayer is working. Things are going to begin to happen because the fact is we're not believing, like Kenny Copeland said, we're not acting. This little prayer helps us to act that the word is true because we're saying it. We're agreeing with it. That's an action right there. <clears throat> That's a believe action. Even if you don't believe it, keep saying it till you believe it. Believe me, <laughs> the belief will come. Trust me, the belief will come. Just keep saying it. Put it seven places all over your house and just keep on saying it. The belief will come. Amen. Now we run to read uh, Luke 13, 18, and 21. Luke 18 and 21. Luke 13, excuse me, 18 to 21. 
So this led him to say, what is the kingdom of God like, Jesus says. And to what shall I compare it? It's like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his own garden. And it grew, and it became a tree. And the birds of the sky found shelter and nested in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman took and hid it in three peck measures of flour until it was all leavened. Amen. A little here, a little there, folks. What the Lord has done for us, He has reinforced that we're in the right teaching for the right time, for the right needs. He's given us, this is what it takes for His promise to take off, and we're not listening. We're stubborn. We're, we're complaining. Oh, this happened bad. That happened. The Lord. Notice how a lot of people run to the bar and they quit on the Lord. They don't do the work. They blame God. Like children blame their parents when things don't work out in their lives. They, they'll pick up the phone and they'll call their parents and they'll cuss their parents out and hang up when they don't pass a test. Excuse me. Isn't that the truth? Don't you take it on your parents and you regret it later? So to prevent that, let us discipline ourselves and act like we believe the prayer. A little here, a little there. A little simple prayer. The prayer is so simple. You say, well, it's not scriptural. Really? Isn't the word supply and we, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it? It's not scriptural. All those words point to where they were born from. Amen. Get excited, folks. Get excited. Just act like a child, like your dad said, okay, I'm going to give it to you. Relax. I got this. Get excited. What's the big deal if you act excited? Your intellect and your judgment is not going to cause the word to be of no avail. We're having fun here. We're having, we're enjoying the kingdom of God and all his benefits. All of us are planting our trees and you're over there in that stubby old tree that, that doesn't produce a darn thing and it's been there for years. The tree of unhappiness, the tree of resentment, the tree of backbiting, complaining, criticizing, condemning. Only crows land on your tree. Crows used to land on my tree. And I thought that was the normal. He says, receive the word of God as little children. Act like your father has spoken to you. Get excited. Go out there and keep saying that prayer to your faith grows, okay? Till our fate overwhelms. All right, let's go ahead and real quick. Let's go ahead and, pray and read Psalms 22, the cry of anguish and a song of praise from a, from a psalm from David. The doe of the dawn. That's what this psalm is, excuse me, is called. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? And from the works of my groaning. Oh my God, I call out to you by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest to quiet, nor quiet. But you are holy, O oh you who are enthroned in the holy place where the praise of Israel are offered. In you our fathers trusted, leaned on, and relied on, and were confident. They trusted, and you rescued them. They cried out to you, and you delivered them. 
They trusted in you and were not disappointed or ashamed. They trusted in you. But I am treated as a worm, insignificant, powerless, and not a man. I am the scorn of man and despised by the people. All who see me laugh at me and mock me. They insult, open their lips, they shake their heads, saying, He trusted and committed himself to the Lord. Let him save him, let him rescue him, because he delights in him. Yet you are he who pulled me out, yet you are he who pulled me out of the womb. You made me trust when my mother's on my mother's breast. I was cast upon you from birth. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there's no one to help. Many enemies like bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They open wide their mouth against me like a raving and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted by anguish within me. My strength is dried up like a fragment of clay pottery, and my dry tongue clings to my jaws. And you have laid me in the dust of death, for a pack of dogs have surrounded me. A gang of evildoers have encircled me. They pierce my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look, they stare at me. They divide my clothing among them and cast lots for my garment. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O you, my help, come quickly to my assistance. Rescue my life from the sword, my only life from the paw of the dog, the executioner. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of the wild ox, you answer me. I will tell of your name for to my countrymen. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord with all inspiring reverence, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Fear him with submissive wonder, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor detested the suffering of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried for, to him for help, he listened. My praise will be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows made in the time of trouble before those who reverently fear him. The afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who diligently seek him and require him as their greatest need will be will praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All And all the families of the nation will bow down and worship before you. For the kingship and the kingdom are of the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust, the dead, will bow before him. Even he who cannot keep his soul alive, posterity will serve him. They will tell of the Lord for the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born that he has done it and that it is finished. Beautiful, wonderful. A prophecy before Jesus was crucified on the cross. This is the Amplified Bible, folks. Beautiful, beautiful. And they will come and declare his righteousness, verse 31, to a people yet to be born, that's us, that he has done it and that it is finished. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. That's one of the reasons you want to praise him and thank him for your allotted 
plans, inheritance, and what to do with this prayer. The supply, the wisdom, the intelligence, the strength is not here yet, but it will come on a daily basis. If we should have it, yes, 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 we shall have it. It will surely come. Amen. Let's go take a look at some uh, other psalms real fast, like make sure we're not missing any of the favorite psalms. Here's another psalm of David, Psalm 52. Let's go over here. But as for me, this is my favorite part. I am like a green olive tree in the house of God, verse 8. I trust confidently in the loving kindness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because you have done it. You have rescued me and kept me safe. I will wait on your name for it is good in the presence of your godly ones. There it is, folks. I will wait on your name in the presence of the godly ones. We continually praise them. We're like Job. Though he slay me, I shall yet praise him. And you know, if we say the right things, don't go around saying, Slave me, Lord, slave me. Say, bless me, Lord, bless me. The Jabez prayer. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that it may not harm him. It's been proven, even science, even people that don't know the Lord, Science has proven in the blue laws that if a person speaks properly with praise and thanksgiving and please, he lives seven to eight years longer if they have a good vocabulary. A vocabulary of energy, a vocabulary of love and praise and kindness, they will live seven to eight years longer. Science has uh, Study that for 15 years, folks. And it's the same thing here. We don't continue to downmouth the situation. We speak well. We bless others. We bless our enemies. We avoid criticizing, complaining, and condemning. It's called courage, folks. Called courageous people. Jesus did it for us. He said, "It is finished." He's put. He's put a heart of gold in our in us for others to see and for us to, for others to join the procession, which is the the parade of worshiping and praising God. It's going all over the world, collecting people. We're in that parade. We're going forward. Hallelujah! We got the banners. We're shouting the hallelujahs and the praises, and more people are joining the courageous. The courageous people, the courageous church of God, the victorious, the triumphant church, praising the Lord as we're going down the road. Hallelujah. Blessed, fortunate, prospered, and favored by God are the people who fear the Lord with all inspiring reverence and worship Him with obedience, who delight greatly in His commandments. He, their descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his, their house, and their righteousness endures forever. Woo-hoo. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous, upright and right standing with God. 
It is well with the man who is gracious and lends. He conducts his affairs with justice. He'll ne- he'll, he never will be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting, confident, relying on and believing in the Lord. His heart is upheld. He will not fear while he looks with satisfaction on his adversaries. He has given freely to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted in honor. The wicked will see it and be angered. He will gnash his teeth and melt away in despair and death. The desire of the wicked will perish and come to nothing. Woohoo! Amen. All right, let's go see what Psalm 140, that was one Psalm 112 I just read. Now we're going to run to Psalm 142. I cry out loud with my voice to the Lord. I make supplication with my voice to the Lord. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare my trouble before him. Lord, my truck is messed up. My windows won't go down. There's no air conditioning in it. It's rattling and rolling and squeaking down the road. I thank you, Lord. I, I thank you that the supply for it is not here yet, but it will come if we should have it. It will surely come. Thank you, Lord. When my spirit was overwhelmed and weak within me, wrapped in darkness, you knew my path in the way where I, excuse me, where I walk. They have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right the point of attack and see, for there is no one who has regard for me to act in my favor. Escape has failed me, and I have nowhere to run. No one cares about my life. I cried out to God, O Lord. I said, You are my refuge. My portion is in the land of the living. You are my refuge, Lord, my portion in the land of the living. Give attention to my cry, for I am brought very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison, adversity, so that I may give thanks and praise to your name. The righteous will surround me in triumph, for you will look after me. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Lift up his counts and give you peace. Establish you in every which way and smile on you. Amen. Thank you for coming to today's teaching. God bless you. It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on my high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me, so my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back again till they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not rise.
they have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also given me the necks of my enemies, so that I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out, but there was none to save, even to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them as fine as the dust before the wind. I cast them out like dirt in the streets. You have delivered me from the strivings of the people. You have made me the head of the nations. A people I have not known shall serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. The foreigners submit to me. The foreigners fade away and come frightened from their hideouts. The Lord lives, blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the peoples under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Great deliverance he gives to his king, and shows mercy to his anointed. Thank you for coming in today's Bible College. What do we call it? BCC, Bible College Curriculum. Thank you. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Stay. Don't go nowhere. Move closer every day by Gloria Copeland. It's 25th of September. Like I said, welcome. Thank you so much. I pray that you're in good spirits. I give you a spiritual high five, a electronic hug. And thank you for being <clears throat> all the way live and praying with me. Together we can get the presence in the midst of us, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and hold us in our, his hands, hold us in his arms, and instruct us and teach us and carry us once more through this day. Amen. Now let's say, let's say our sub-prayer for restoration is in Isaiah. You know, the people are having problems, and the Lord is saying, they are not saying restore if they only would say the word restore and i can give them what restore their their resources restore their energy restore their enthusiasm apparently we're made like computers folks that's what i gleam out of it and we have to click in what we need so let's say this prayer say lord the restoration is not here yet but it will come if we should have it it will surely come 
Restore, Lord. Restore. Amen. That brings hope, folks. It brings hope, faith. It brings uh, energy, abundance. It's, uh, it keeps hope alive. And, and, and we start seeing things right away, effectively. And right away, things start happening. We're moving forward with this. Okay, moving closer every day by Gloria Copeland. Here we go. The scripture for today is John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. John 15, 5. For without me, you can do nothing. <laughs> that hit me pretty hard many times. Abiding in Jesus isn't something that comes automatically to any believer. It is a lifestyle that involves discipline and effort. We have to choose to give ourselves to our union with him, to give him first place where our intention is concerned. If we want to grow spiritually, if we want to walk in power and fellowship with the Lord, We'll have to spend the time it takes to know Him. That's not something we can do for a while and then forget about it either. We must continue it every day. For the moment we stop moving closer to Jesus, we always start drifting away. You see, here in this natural world, you're surrounded by ungodliness. You live in a body that is totally natural. Unless you purposely counter that with daily prayer and time in the Word, your body and your mind will simply give in to the pressures around you and go the way of the world. Right now, make a decision to give yourself to the things of God. Focus your attention on the Lord. Surround yourself with His Word. Listen to preaching and teaching while you're getting dressed, driving to work, preparing dinner, working on your car, exercising, cleaning house. And when you go to bed, listen to the Word of God anytime, anywhere. Amen. Stay attuned to it. And with that, we're going to read John chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. That's the one where the... Uh, here we go. John says, I am the vine, you are the branches. So we're going to read it in... Um, in a different translation, to give it a different twist this morning, how about the the Message Bible? See how that entails for us. Huh? It says, the vine and the branches. I am the real vine, and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes, and every branch that is bear grape, grape bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic. The harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on the fire. 
But if you make yourself at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples, I love you the way the father has loved me. Make yourself at home in my love. And if you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I done, kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. I told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy, and your joy wholly mature. This is my command, love one another the way I love you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. I named you friends because I let you in on everything I heard from my father and your father. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful reading of Message Bible. Way to go, Message. Hit it out of the fence, out of the park. And now, where do we go from here? We go to uh, the Psalms. So we Psalm 25. And we're getting our meal for today, please. Thank you for hanging in there with me. Psalm 25. <clears throat> My head is high, God, hell high. I'm looking to you, God. No hangdog skull sculling for me. I thrown in my lot with you. You won't embarrass me, will you? Or let my enemies get the best of me. Don't embarrass any of us who went out on a limb for you. It's the traitors who should be humiliated. Show me how you work, God. School me in your ways. Take me by the hand. Lead me down the path of truth. You are my Savior, aren't you? Make the milestones of your mercy and love. God, rebuild the ancient landmarks. Forget that I sown wild oats. Mark me with your signs of love. Plant only the best for me, God. God is fair and just. He corrects the misdirector, sends them in the right direction. He gives the rejects his hand and leads them step by step. From now on, every road you travel will take you to God. Follow the covenant signs. Read the charted directions. Keep up your reputation, God. Forgive my bad life. It's been a very bad life. My question, what are God worshipers like? Your answer, arrows aim at God's bullseye. They settle down in a promised place. Their kids inherit a prosperous form. God's friendship is for God worshipers. They are the ones he confines in. If I keep my eyes on God, I won't trip over my own feet. Look at me and help me. I'm alone and in big trouble. My heart and mind are fighting each other. Call a truth to this civil war. Take a hard look at my life of hard labor, then lift this ton of sin. Do you see how many people have it in for me, how viciously they hate me? Keep watch over me and keep me out of trouble. Don't let me down when I run to you. Use all your skill to put me together. I wait to see your firsthand product. God, give your people a break from this run of bad luck. This is uh, the Message Bible by Eugene Peterson uh, on Psalm 25, and that was King David. That was their interpretation. Okay, let's give them an uh, incredible applause for 
uh, helping us with our imagination and giving us those words. Psalm 55, here we go. Open your ears, God, to my prayer. Don't pretend you don't hear me knocking. Come closer and whisper your answer. I really need you. I shuddered at the mean voice, quail before the evil eye, as they pile on the guilt, stockpile angry slander. My insides are turned inside out. Specters of death have me down. I shake with fear. I shudder from head to foot. Who will give me wings, I ask. Wings like a dove. Get me out of here on dove wings. I want some peace and quiet. I want a walk in the country. I want a cabin in the woods. I'm desperate for a change from rage and stormy weather. Come down hard, Lord. Slit their tongues. I'm appalled how they split the city into rival gangs. Crawling the alleys day and night, spoiling for a fight. Trash pile in the streets. Even shopkeepers gouging and cheating in broad daylight. This isn't the neighborhood bully mocking me. I could could take that. This isn't a foreign devil spitting invective. I could tune that out. It's you. We grew up together. You, my best friend. Those long hours of leisure as we walk arm in arm. God, a third party to our conversation. All my betrayers are off alive to them. I call to God. God will help me. At dusk, dawn, and noon, I sigh. At dusk, dawn, and noon, I sigh. Deep sighs. He hears. He rescues. My life is well and whole, secure in the middle of danger, even while thousands are lined up against me. God hears it all from his judge bench, puts them in their place. But sets in their ways, they won't change. They pay him no mind. And this, my best friend, betrayed his best friends. His life betrayed his word. All my life I've been charmed by his speech, never dreaming he turned on me. His words, which were music to my ears, turned daggers in my heart. Pile your troubles on God's shoulders. He'll carry your load. He'll help you out. He'll never let good people topple into ruin. But you, O God, will throw others into a muddy bog. Cut the lifespan of assassins and traitors in half, and I trust in you. Now, this psalm may not have been of David. There were other people making uh, psalms too. Yeah, it is from David. It says, Poema de David, the Spanish says. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to Psalm 85. Move on here. God, you smile on your good earth. You brought good times back to Jacob. You lifted the clouds of guilt from your people, and you put their sins far out of sight. You took back your sin-provoked threats. You cool your hot, righteous anger. Help us again, God, our help. Don't hold a grudge against us forever. You aren't going to keep this up, are you? Scolding and angry fear year after year. Why not help us make a fresh start, a resurrection life? Then your people will laugh and sing. Show us how much you love us, God. Give us the salvation we need. I can't wait to hear what he'll say. God's about to pronounce his people well, the holy people he loves so much, so they'll never again live like fools. See how close his salvation is to those who fear him? Our country is home base for glory. Love and truth meet in the street. Right living and whole living embrace and kiss. Truth sprouts green from the ground. Right living pours down from the skies. Oh yes, God gives goodness and beauty. 
our land responds with bounty and blessings. Right living strides out before him and clears a path for his passage. Amen. That was Psalm 85. A lot better than the last one we just read. Yep. Okay, now we go to Psalm 115. Here we go. Not for our sake, God. Not, No, not for our sake, but for your name's sake. Show your glory. Do it on account of your merciful love. Do it on account of your faithful ways. Do it so none of the nations can say, Where now? Oh, where is their God? Our God is in heaven doing whatever he wants to do. Their gods are metal and wood, handmade in a basement shop, carved mouth that can't talk, painted eyes that can't see, thin ears that can't hear, molded noses that can't smell, hands that can't grasp, feet that can't walk or run, throats that never utter a word. Those who make them have become just like them, have be- become just like the gods they trust. But, but you, Israel... Put your trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. Clan of Aaron, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. You who fear God, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. O God, remember us and bless us. Bless the family of Israel and Aaron. And let God bless all who fear God. Bless the small. Bless the great. O let God enlarge your families, giving growth to you. Grow to your children. May you be blessed by God, by God who made heaven and earth. The heavens of heavens is for God, but he put us in charge of the earth. Dead people can't praise God. Not a word to be heard from those buried in the ground. But we bless God. Oh, yes, we bless him now. We bless him always. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we run to Psalm 145. That'll be our last psalm for today. From the Message Bible. I lift you high in praise, my God, O oh my God, and I bless your name into eternity. I bless you every day and keep it up from now to eternity. God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells story of your mighty acts. Your beauty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs on your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, a rich is rich in love. God is good to one and all. Everything he does is soaked through with grace. Creation and creatures applaud you, God. Your holy people bless you. They talk about the glories of your rule. They exclaim over your splendor. Letting the world know of your power for good. The lavish splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom eternal. You never get voted out of office. God always does what he says and is gracious in everything he does. God gives a hand to those down on their luck, gives a fresh start to those ready to quit. All eyes are on you, expecting to give them their meals on time. Generous to a fault, you lavish your favor on all creatures. Everything God does is right. The 
trademark on all his work is love. God, God's there listening to all who pray, for all who pray and mean it. He does what's best for those who fear him, hears them call out and saves them. God sticks to all who love him, but it's all over for those who don't. My mouth is filled with God's praise. Let everything living bless him. Bless his holy name from now to eternity. Amen. May God bless you. Thank you so much for coming in today and listening to this podcast. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine you, be gracious unto you, lift up his counts and give you peace, establish you in every which way and smile on you. Amen. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven. According to thy word, Exodus 8.10. Welcome to today's college curriculum, Bible college. Fernando, your instructor. Let's go ahead and open with a moment of silence with a word of prayer, please. Say, God, I offer myself to you to build with me and to do with me as you would. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those that would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. I pray that you're in good spirits. I find you in good, pleasant spirits. We're going to get right into the Word of God. Dare to the Side by Kenneth Copeland. Exodus 8.10, be it according to thy word. I used to worry about making decisions for God. I used to be afraid to step out on faith and declare I was going to do something new that he's shown me to do. I think, what if I fail? I was so scared of failing. It muddled around, I muddled around in decisions for weeks. Then one day, I found out it wasn't my power that was going to carry it out anyway. But it took my decision to move God in on the scene. Once I decided that I was going to do and commit myself totally to it, God backed me. What I learned is a truth from the Word of God. If you'll pay attention to it, will revolutionize your life. It's truth that carries an awesome responsibility with it, but it's a fabulous thing to realize. Here it is. The right, the privilege, and the power to decide has been left by God in the hands of men. The right, the privilege, and the power to decide has been left by God in the hands of men. You have the right, for example, to decide whether you're going to spend eternity, where you're going to spend eternity, you have the right to make that decision, and God will back your decision. God can do everything for you, but decide. He's provided the power. He's provided His name. He's provided the blood of Jesus. He's provided the kingdom of God. He's even made us partakers of it, Colossians 1.12. But He's not going to stuff that inheritance down our throats. Somewhere down the line, we each have to make the decision to receive it. Now, that beautiful part is this. When you make that decision, God will back you to the hilt with his power. Once you make a decision to be born again, there's no devil in hell big enough to stop you. All you have to do, all you have to do is decide. Decide now. <clears throat> Declare your decision. Let it be done unto you according to your words. 
Is God leading you in some new direction? Is he leading you to step out in faith for healing or prosperity or to take a whole new step of ministry? Don't let fear hold you back. Remember, decide now, declare your decision. Let it be done unto you according to your word. Now, I wanted to add this before I continue to read. That in uh, in Habakkuk chapter 3, it says... Now, look, look at this guy, what it decides. The whole nation is under turmoil. Martyrs are coming in. Marauders are devastating the land. And they're trampling things. <clears throat> and this is Habakkuk. He decides, though the fig tree does not blossom and there is no fruit on the vines... Though the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there's no cattle in the stalls, yet, yet, I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout in exaltations in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength, my source of courage, my invisible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hinds feet. He makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on the high places of challenge and responsibility. Amen. So apparently that was to an instrument, a string instruments. It was wild. They called it the wild song. Wild and enthusiastic music. Amen. So the, what the Lord was telling me that as I say, the supply for it is not here yet. Okay, that's Habakkuk. But it will come if we should have it. It will surely come. I already made the decision to be in, in the Holy Spirit, to be in God, to be in Jesus. So when I say it will come if we, Holy Spirit and I, Father and Son, should have it, we choose it, okay? It will surely come. It's the same thing in the Old Testament where God says they need help, but they're not saying the word restore. They are not claiming the word restore. So this is a restoration, restore, and this is a new arena that God is taking me to. And I pray that you go also to. That we go forward with the supply. The supply of what? Of anything. Okay, don't hold back the supply of resources, wisdom, skillful godly wisdom, energy, enthusiasm, strength, hope, joy. The supply for it is not here yet. What is God's will in this situation? What is his will? He says, seek you first the kingdom of God and it will be done unto you. And his righteousness and and all these things shall be added unto you. Added, folks, not subtracted, not multiplied, but added. Line upon line, precept upon precept. There's another verse that I saw this morning. Couldn't sleep, one thirty in the morning. I was reading the beautiful book in in the book of Ezekiel. And Ezekiel 3, 
the, verse 10, the Lord says, Then he added, Son of man, let all my words sink deep into your own heart first. Okay? Go, let's not go around shouting it to everybody that, you know, we're, we're praying for supply and saying it out loud. Let, in other words, the instructions, the original instructions is, let these words of Habakkuk or the supply quotation, let it sink into our hearts first. In other words, we say it over and over again till it falls deep into our hearts and settles in. Listen to them carefully for yourself. That's what the Lord says on verse 10. The Son of Man, let all my words sink deep into your heart first. Listen to them carefully for yourself. Then go to your people in exile and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. And I'm, and I'm telling you, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. The Holy Spirit came up with this saying. The supply for it is not here yet, but it will come. If we should have it, it will surely come. Or if you want it in Scripture, in many places it touch bases, you can, you can memorize Habakkuk. Though the fig tree does not blossom and there's no fruit on the vines, though the, ye the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fall and there's no cattle in the stalls, and he uses the same word here, yet, yet, I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout in exaltations in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invisible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hinds feet. He makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. Amplified Bible, Habakkuk 19, 18 and 19. Actually, it starts on 17, 17, 18, and 19. All right, man, this is cool stuff, huh? All right, let's go to Romans. Finish up our original Romans chapter 4, verses 13 to 21. Romans 4. Thirteen and twenty-one. It says, "For the promise of Abraham, or to his descendants, that he would be heir of the world, was not through observing requirements of the law, but through the righteousness of faith. If those who are followers of the law are true heirs of Abraham, then faith leading to salvation is of no effect and void, and the promise of God is nullified." For the law results in God's wrath against sin. But where there is no law, there is no violation of it either. Therefore, in inheriting the promise depends entirely on faith, a choice. That is, confident trust in the unseen God, in order that it may be given as an act of grace, His unmerited favor and mercy, so that the promise will be legally guaranteed to all descendants of Abraham, not only for those Jewish believers who keep the law, but also for those Gentile believers who share their faith of Abraham, who is the spiritual father of all. As it is written in Scripture, I have made you a father of many nations in the sight of him in whom 
He believed that is God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Comes into being, calls those things which he does that do not exist. In hope against hope, Abraham believed that he would become a father of many nations as he had been promised by God. So numberless shall your descendants be without becoming weak in faith. He considered his own body now as good as dead for producing producing children since he was about a hundred years old and he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. Amen. You see the difference? I, I'm, in, I'm in need of something. And I say, yeah. The, you say, the evidence is there, but yet I still choose to believe in the promises of God. And the supply will come if we will have it. It will surely come. So, man, I'm flying on the area of love and faith and confidence. Though it doesn't look good, we we look good on confidence on the inside because the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. We're speaking to the elements, and we say, it will surely come in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven. Enjoy today as it is called today. God bless you. Greetings, family. Welcome to today's Bible College. I'm Fernando, your host. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for being our Lord and our Savior. Thank you for guiding us every day in every which way. All right, today we're going to be reading uh, October the 7th for uh, Leave Foolishness Behind. It's, today's scripture is Proverbs thirteen twenty one. Evil seeks after sinners, but to the righteous, good shall be repaid. Amen. Just like the Father in heaven, he does righteous acts of giving us everything we need. And we repay him with worship and praise and thanksgiving, getting on, on our knees and praising him. Amen. This is by article is by Kenny Copeland. Satan has had us in poverty mentally so long that it's tough for us to grasp just how intensely God really does desire to prosper us, even though he demonstrates that desire again and again. Take Abraham, for example. God made him an extremely wealthy man. Genesis 13.2 says he was rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. 
Then, of course, there was Solomon. The Bible says he surpassed all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. God's servant Job possessed such great wealth that he was called the greatest of all men of the East. That was before Satan put him through the ringer. Afterwards, God blessed him with more than twice what Satan had stolen. The problem is just the thought of the kind of wealth God gave to these men scares most believers today. They're afraid it would destroy them. God said that the prosperity of fools shall destroy them, Proverbs 1.32. But that doesn't mean you should avoid being prosperous. It means you should avoid being a fool. I challenge you this week to go to the book of Proverbs and find out for yourself what God says about the characteristics of a fool. Let the Holy Spirit search your heart. If you see ways in which you've been a fool, repent and make a firm decision not to be caught in that trap again. Let the Word of God inspire you to leave foolishness behind and stir within you the faith to reach out and receive what you, as a redeemed child of the living God, have a divine right to, not the curse of poverty, but the blessing of prosperity. Amen and amen. Back up a little bit. And we'll read uh, the 6th of October. says, Revolutionary Love by Kenny Copeland. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. It is ever ready to believe the best of every person. It hopes are faithless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out because or obsolete comes to an end. Love never fails. Nothing works without it. And there can be no failure with it. When you live by love, you cannot fail. It takes faith to believe that love's way will not fail. The natural mind cannot understand that because the natural man and his world are ruled by selfishness. But when you practice love by faith and refuse to seek your own, you put the Father into action on your behalf. As long as you stay in love, God the Father seeks your own. He sees to it that you succeed. Walking in love is to your great advantage. Agape love is a new kind of power. It makes you master over every situation. No weapon that is formed against you will prosper. No one even has the power to hurt your feelings because you are not ruled by feelings but by God's love. You are loving as He loves. This love is revolutionary. It will. If we fully understood the great return from living God's love, we'd probably be competing with each other. Each of us is trying to love the other more. And without a doubt, everyone would emerge from that competition a winner, for love is truly the only sure secret to our success. Amen. And how does uh, Fernando get love? By reading John 14, 15, 16, and 17, and 1 John 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And I always tell everybody, treasures follow love. Good success, follow love. This book of the law shall not depart out of Fernando's mouth, but he shall meditate in it day and night, for then he shall make his way prosperous and have good success.
Now let's take that on the negative content. Let's say it. This book of the law, Fernando will not pick up or read, for then he will make his his way a failure, and he will have poverty. Isn't that right? The opposite, and that's exactly right. What happened when we don't pick up? When I don't pick up the book, poverty comes. Uh, failure comes. But when we stay in love by reading God's word, which is uh, wisdom and the romance in it, we become faithful and love appears from our hard work. That's our reward. The reward for the hard work of reading is love and riches follow love. Can't be any more wonderful than that. Huh? Or Contentment is another word, if you guys are afraid of the word rich. Rich is, you have a rich immune system. You have rich eyes, rich ears, rich lungs. They're all working, right? You have rich atmosphere with your thinking. We are rich because we have Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the mighty rock. The eternal rock living inside of us. We're grateful for that. Amen. All right, for the, uh, we're going to go ahead and read, uh, jump to Proverbs, uh, excuse me, to the book of Psalms right now and take a look and see if we have, see any riches in the book of Psalms in Psalms 6 and 7. Let's see. It says, O Lord, do not rebuke me or punish me in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Psalm 6. Have mercy on me and be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are dismayed and anguished. My soul as well as my body is greatly dismayed. But as for you, excuse me, but as for you, O Lord, how long until you act on my behalf? Return, O Lord. Rescue my soul. Save me because of your unfailing steadfast love and mercy. For in death there is no mention of you. In shallow the netherworld, the place of the dead, who will praise you and give you thanks? I am weary with my groaning. Every night I soak my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eyes grow dim with grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication, my plea for grace. My plea for grace have gone into the Lord's ears. The Lord has received my prayers. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly horrified. Let them turn back. Let them suddenly be ashamed of what they have done or thought. Psalm 7, O Lord my God, in you I take refuge. Save me and rescue me from all those who pursue me, so that my enemy will not tear me like a lion, drag me away like there is no one to rescue him. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there's injustice in my hands, if I have done evil to him who was at peace with me, or without cause rob him, who was my enemy, let the enemy pursue me and overtake me, and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my honor in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself against the rage of my enemy. Rise up for me. You have commanded judgment and vindication.
Let the assembly of the nations be gathered around you and turn on high over them and return on high over them. The Lord judges the people. Judge me, O Lord, and grant me justice according to my righteousness and according to the integrity within me. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the righteous, those in right standing with you. For the righteous God tries the hearts and minds. My shield and my defense depend on God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who is indignant every day. If a man does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He has strung and bent his mighty bow and made it ready. He has also prepared other deadly weapons for himself. He makes his arrows fiery shafts aim at the unrepentant. Behold, the wicked and the irreverent man is pregnant with sin, and he conceives mischiefs and gives birth to lies. He has dug a pit and hollowed it, and has fallen into the very pit which he made as a trap. His mischief will return on his own head, and his violence will come down on the top of his head like loose dirt. I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness and justice, and I will sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let's go ahead and jump to Psalms 37, which is a favorite psalm of all of us. And then we'll, do not worry because of evildoers, nor be envious towards wrongdoers. For they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust, rely on, and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also and he will do it. He will make your righteousness, your pursuit of right standing with God like the light, and your judgment like the shining of the noon sun. Be still before the Lord, wait patiently for Him, and entrust yourself to Him. Do not fret, whine, agonize because of Him who prospers in His way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and abandon wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who do evil will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. For yet a little while, and the wicked one will be gone forever. Though you look carefully where he used to be, he will not be found. But the humble will at last inherit the land, and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him. The wicked one, the one who oppresses the righteous. For he sees that his day of defeat is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy, to slaughter those who are upright in conduct, those with personal integrity and godly character. The sword of the ungodly will enter their own heart, and their bow will be broken. Better is the little of the righteous who seek the will of God than the abundance riches of many wicked godless. For the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds and sustains the righteous 
who seek him. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their inheritance will continue forever. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil. In the days of famine, they will have plenty and be satisfied. But the wicked ungodly will perish, and the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pasture, and like the fat of lambs that is consumed in smoke. They vanish like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not pay back. But the righteous is gracious and kind and gives, for those blessed by God will at last inherit the land. But those cursed by him will be cut off. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. When he falls, he will not be hurled down, because the Lord is the one who holds his hand and sustains him. I have been young, and I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous, those in right standing with God, abandoned, or his descendants pleading for bread. All day long he is gracious and lends, and his descendants are a blessing. Depart from evil and do good, and you will dwell securely in the land forever. For the Lord delights in justice and does not abandon his saints' faithful ones. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked will in time be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouth of the righteous proclaims wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice and truth. The law of his God is in his heart. Not one of his steps will slip. The wicked lies in wait for the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for and expect the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. In the end, when the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent man with great power spreading and flouting himself like a cedar in his native soil. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was no more. I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man who is spiritually complete, and behold the upright who walks in moral integrity. There is a good future for the man of peace because of a life of honor blesses one's descendants. As for transgressors, they will be completely destroyed. The future of the wicked will be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their refuge and stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in Him. Amen. Psalm 37. Praise the Lord. And let's do Psalm 36. Transgressions, transgressions speak like an oracle to the wicked godless deep within his heart. Transgression speaks like an oracle to the wicked, the godless deep within their heart. There is no fear or dread or God before his eyes, for he flatters and deceives himself in his own eyes, thinking that his sinfulness will not be discovered and hated by God. The words of his mouth are wicked and deceitful. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. His plan, wrongdoing on his bed, he plans. He sets himself on a path that is not good. He does not reject or despise evil. Your loving kindness and graciousness, O Lord, extends to the skies. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. 
Your judgments are like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. The children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of the abundance of your house. And you allow them to drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, the fountain of life giving water. In your light we see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your righteousness, salvation to the upright in heart. Do not let the foot of the proud person overtake me, and do not let the hand of the wicked drive me away. There those who are perverse and do evil have fallen. They have been thrust down and cannot rise. Let's go take a look at Psalm 66 and 67. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing of the honor and glory and magnificent of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome and fearful, glorious are your works. Come on, everyone, say it with me. Say, how awesome and fearfully glorious are your works. Because of the greatness of your power, your enemies will pretend to be obedient to you. All the earth will bow down to worship you and in submissive wonder and will sing praises to you. They will praise your name in song. Salah. Come and see the works of God. He is awesome in his deeds towards the children of men. He turns the sea into dry land. They cross through the river on foot. There we rejoice in him who rules by his might forever. His eyes keep watching the nations. Do not let the rebellious exalt himself. Bless our God, O peoples, and make the sound of his praise be heard abroad, who keep us among the living, and does not allow our feet to slip or stumble. For you have tested us, O God. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid heavy burden of servitude on us, you made men charioteers right over our heads in defeat. We went through fire and through water, yet you brought us out into a broad place of abundance to be refreshed. And a broad place of abundance to be refreshed. I shall come into your house with burnt offerings. I shall pay you my vows, which my lips uttered and my mouth spoke as I promised when I was in distress. I shall offer to you burnt offerings of fat lambs with the sweet smoke of rams. I will offer bulls with male goats. Come and hear all who fear God and worship Him with all inspiring reverence and obedience. And I will tell you what He has done for me. I cried out loud to Him. He was highly praised with my tongue. If I regard sin and baseness in my heart, that is, if I know it is there and do nothing about it, the Lord will not hear me. But certainly God has heard me. He has given me the heed to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. Psalm 67. God be gracious and kind-hearted to us and bless us, 
and make his face shine with favor on us. Salah. That your way may be known on earth, your salvation and deliverance among all nations. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you will judge the people fairly and guide the nations on earth. Salah. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. The earth has yielded its harvest as evidence of his approval. God, our God, blesses us. God blesses us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him with all inspired reverence, submissive wonder. Amen and amen. Psalm 96 and 97. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous works and wonderful deeds among all the people. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are worthless, lifeless idols. But the Lord made the heavens splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the earth. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble in submissive wonder before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, The Lord reigns, indeed, the world is firmly and securely established. It should not be moved. He will judge and rule the people with fairness. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all the things in it it contains. Let the field be exuberant and all that is in it. Let all the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming. For he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. Amen and amen. All right, now we go to Psalm 97. The Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Let the many islands and coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness surround him as in Sinai. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries on all sides. His lightnings have illuminated the world. The earth has seen and trembled. The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory and brilliance. Let all those that be deeply ashamed who serve carved images, who boast in idols, worship him, all you gods. Zion heard this and was glad, and the daughter cities of Judah rejoiced in relief. Because of your judgments, O Lord, for you are the Lord most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the souls of his godly ones, believers. He rescues them from the hand of the wicked. Light is sown like seed for the righteous and illuminates their path. 
and irrepressible joy is spread for the upright in heart, who delight in favor and protection, who delight in his favor and protection. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous ones, those who moral and spiritual integrity places them in right standing with God. And praise and give thanks to the remembrance of his holy name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now we run up to Psalm 126 and 27. Thanksgiving for return from captivity, the songs of ascents. A song. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, Jerusalem, we were like those who dream it seemed so unreal. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our captivity, O Lord. Restore as the stream beds in the south, the Negev, are restored by torrent rains. They who sow in tears shall reap with joyful singing. He who goes back and forth weeping, carrying his bag of seed for planting, will indeed come again with a joyful shout, bringing his sheaves with him. Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen keep awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise early, to retire late, to eat the bread of anxious labors, for he gives blessings to his beloved even in his sleep. Behold, children are a heritage and a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed, happy, and fortunate is a man whose quiver is filled with them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in gathering at the city gate. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 